can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. Alright Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and the Celtics fall to the Dallas Mavericks in a heartbreaking fashion. Luka Doncic once again hits a game-winning three. 107-104 Dallas Mavericks. And the Celtics' three-game road stretch comes to an end, which is very good to hear. Hopefully, they can start to pull some of these some of these efforts onto the home court here. Still winless on at the home court. Got to figure something out here. So, going to follow today's podcast, same as usual. Run through player of the game. Go through some of the highs, some of the lows, and some of the things that we saw in these last three games that the Celtics team, Celtics team can build on moving forward. Uh, to get things started off here... Player of the game really has to go to Jason Tatum. You look at the way that he scored tonight, the way that he played tonight, and this was his best game of the season, like by far. Everything he did was really just the the blueprint of what you need from Jason Tatum. End of the night, 32 points, uh, 11 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, and a block. And you look at a lot of his game today, he was, one, the only one hitting shots from deep. Seriously. Like, the team itself was 9 of 31. He was 6 of 8. Like, the rest of the team played terrible from 3, and I'll talk about that. Uh, But Jason Tatum today was moving the ball and was that dominant score the Celtics are used to seeing at this point. You saw a couple times that he just, he let the double team come to him and found a passer, like found the right pass. Whether it was him getting assist or opening up someone else for a shot after the fact, like his game today just made the offense flow. The entire game, for the most part, ran through Tatum offensively. And I will say this, like we'll get to the other players, but we had a pretty balanced performance. Most of the offense started in Tatum's hands, which we haven't seen really all season, at least in a positive fashion. We've seen him be pretty ball dominant uh, and it lead to pretty bad performances. Uh, But tonight was the first time this season that, you know, he ran the show and he ran it well. Uh, So this is a, it was a good sign. It was a good, I would say, team game minus the loss. I do want to switch over and talk about some of the other guys because I mentioned it before. Like We did have pretty solid overall team performances. And I think the next best guy was Dennis Schroeder. He ended 20 points, uh, four rebounds, six assists. And for a large portion of tonight was the Celtics' best passer. Like, he was moving the ball really well, and he hit some very tough shots. Had a couple of great drives to the lane, uh, and was just able to, you know, really move the offense. He was the guy facilitating, along with Smart tonight, which was good to see. But Schroeder just had a couple of massive plays. Like, really big, really big plays. 
He had a, a big three from Smart to really get the deficit down to four in the third quarter, and that's really where the game started to stay close the rest of the way through. We had a, an incredible third quarter that we'll get to, uh, but realistically, like this is a another good performance by Dennis Schroeder. You look at the numbers, you know, shooting percentage-wise, not great. Nine of twenty-two from the field, forty percent. Uh, and then one of six from three. I obviously just talked about one of his, well, his only three being a, a huge shot. But the rest of the game is where he's bringing the impact. He's moving the ball. Uh, did get to the line one on one today there. Uh, but overall, just a solid, solid performance by Schroeder. And Marcus was was another guy. Marcus didn't have a stat sheet stuffing night by any means. I'm not going to sit here and argue that. People might give me shit on this. Uh, But Marcus Smart played a good game. You know, he had six assists, seven points. But he had the shooting performance that, you know, most Celtics fans are calling for. They don't want him shooting a lot. He shot two of five from the field. That's it. Five shots, all game. This is the Marcus Smart that everyone keeps saying that, well, everyone's trying to get him to play, right? They don't want Marcus Smart shooting a bunch. And that's fair. Like, his shooting percentages have been horrible this season. So, it is what it is. But this is a overall solid performance. Defensively, Marcus Smart was unbelievable. He was, he was just all over the floor, all over the place, defending Porzingis, who's 7-3. Like, defending Luka... He did have that one play at the very end of the game where he fouled Luka, but that was clearly something that Ime Odoka talked about, where the Celtics gave the Mavericks the free shot clock, basically, to go and end the game. That's not something Marcus Smart was accidentally doing. That was something that was called within the timeout. It has to be. Because it was so nonchalant. There was no like Marcus Smart reaching in, trying for a steal. It was just a clear foul. Because the Celtics had a foul to give. It should have been a little bit later in the shot clock or a little bit later in the game instead of with 11 seconds left. But overall, Marcus Smart played a good game. Played a good game. The guy to me that probably was the second best so i'm not going in order here the guy that was probably second best was time lord and i gotta tell you i have been very impressed in spurts with time lord he's had a couple of games where it's been eh but tonight was one of the probably four games that were just unbelievable performances by him like you saw him tonight 33 minutes played 16 points, 8 rebounds, 7 of 8 from the field. And he's right back to being the alley-oop guy, which was great to see. We haven't seen a ton of it. We haven't seen as much of it as we're used to, at least. Right? So Tatum had a a drive and a dish to time one for a dunk. Um, I know that Smart had one. Schroeder had an awesome alley-oop to Rob from behind the three-point arc, uh, but just has a had a really solid game. Actually, had two alley-oops from Schroeder. 
And I believe two from Smart also. So just a really solid, solid performance. One of the things that Time Lord does that don't really show up on a stat sheet is his punch outs. Like he'll go up because it's not a rebound technically for him, but he goes up and he just smacks the ball out to the three-point line and somehow always finds one of our guys. The guy is constantly creating second possessions for the Celtics team. Tonight was no different. So this is the type of guy that the Celtics gave an extension to. Guy that's going to go in, give you close to a double-double on super efficient shooting nights. Like, he's not a guy that you need to run offense through. In fact, he's not a guy that you'll ever run offense through. But he's going to go out there and give you a big man that can pass and a big man that's just going to go out and be super consistent, super efficient from the field. He's going to clean up plays and he's going to be there to really give players another option to just lob it up, bail them out, sort of. Because there are some plays where the Celtics, in the past, I'm not saying tonight in particular, but there are plays in the past where you know a guy drives to the lane, almost loses the ball and just throws it up. And Time Lord always seems to be there. So overall, really solid performance from him today. I thought I thought he probably had the second best performance on the team, efficiency wise, easily. So good performance by him. Josh Richardson was the other guy tonight. I thought he played excellent. Very, very solid defensive game from Josh Richardson, but offensively, he was right there. 13 points, two rebounds, three assists, a block on 6 of 12 shooting from the field. Again, I don't need to talk about threes. We'll talk about that in the second half of the podcast. But overall, this is a this is a pretty good team performance. It's unfortunate to come out with a loss, uh, but it's a game winner by an MVP caliber player. Yeah, that part sucks, but you know you got to move past it at this point. Overall, though, you look at the first quarter, and it was just tough. So the fact that the Celtics battled back, like we outscored the Mavericks by 14 points in the second half. And I think Josh Richardson, the defense that he had on Luka during that game winner was as good as it can get. Like there was zero separation between Luka and Richardson. Richardson's hand was an inch from the ball. Luka is just that good. The Celtics battled back after being outscored by 14 in the first. And we battled back, outscored them by 14 in the second half including a 10-point uh, lead in the third. So, like, these are the types of performances. We've talked about the Celtics cowering away. And they didn't do that tonight. In the past, they've kind of crumbled when they've, found, when they've hit adversity. And tonight wasn't that case. So, overall, solid. Solid game. With that being said, there were certainly areas of improvement. There are certainly things that the Celtics need to work on. And I'm going to touch on that. Before we do so, I'm going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. 
The NBA is back in a DraftKings Sportsbook, an authorized sports betting partner of the NBA. The key to victory is a strong starting five. New customers can bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get some skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an authorized sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. A minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Do you have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, guys. Time for a new favorite sponsor alert. Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is, all Venture Green's Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, let's dive into some of the negatives here. And I'm going to start right in the first quarter because that is where all of the Celtics' problems started. Celtics got outscored 29-15 in the first quarter. And I talked about that briefly, 14-point deficit. And it's not just the fact that the Celtics got outscored by 14. It's how. You look at the way that the Celtics shot the ball, the way they moved the ball, and there was none of it. There was nothing going on in the first that looked remotely like good basketball. Overall shot 28% from the field including one of nine from three. Jason Tatum was the lone Celtic to hit a three-pointer in the first. Just like bad shooting performances. Neesmith, 0 for 2. Pritchard, 0 for 1. Grant, 0 for 1. Schroeder, 0 for 1. Smart, 0 for 2. Al, 0 for 1. Like bad, bad shooting. We only had four free throw attempts, two of which were by Time Lord that were both missed. Tatum went two for two. So again, you'll see a trend here. There was only one made three. It was Tatum. There was only two free throws, both Tatum. And offensively, like the Celtics just weren't moving the ball at all. Like Schroeder was the lone man with an assist. Like the lone, lone man. And that was an alley-oop from Schroeder. I mean, yeah, for, to Time Lord. So overall, it's just a, it's a, not a, not a good first quarter of basketball. Like Dennis Schroeder had a, a solid first quarter, 
He was three of eight, already eight shot attempts in the first quarter, but got on the board. Six points, a rebound, and an assist, including an offensive rebound. So you got to look at this team, and the Celtics need to figure out these inconsistencies. And this is obviously a night where Jalen Brown, arguably best player through you know, the start of the season, wasn't playing because of a hamstring injury, which we'll continue to monitor. But you got to figure out how to run this offense. Like you're, you're at a point in the season where the lineup that went out and started today, Schroeder, Tatum, Smart, Time Lord Al, they've had minutes together. This isn't the first time they've played together. Like there have been times where Jalen Brown is on the bench. And these guys are out there together. There are times when that happens. So it's not like it's new. The ball wasn't moving well. And shots just frankly weren't falling. Like we were 6 of 21 from the field in the first quarter. Like that's that's really, really bad. Right? It got better. Like we scored, we went from scoring 15 to 25 to 32 to 32. So clearly the Celtics figured out the offense and shots started falling. But we've talked about inconsistencies on the offensive and defensive end. That was the worst offensive quarter and the worst defensive quarter. And it led to us digging ourselves in a hole real quick. Like real quick. And that's not good. It's just not. Jalen Brunson was also another guy. We'll talk about Luka because the guy is just unbelievable in general. But Jalen Brunson was the guy that really just torched us tonight, which I wasn't expecting. I don't know why I wasn't expecting it, uh, but I wasn't expecting it. So overall, Luka, 33 points. Jalen Brunson tonight, 13 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, a steal, and just killed us overall. Like, you looked at it, and it's not even shooting numbers. Shooting numbers aren't great. 1 of 6 from 3, 6 of 12 from the field. But when Luka Doncic comes out, Jalen Brunson looks like a starter quality point guard. Like, he was running that... Mavericks offense very well tonight getting into the lane dishing out we saw pretty good three-point shooting performances by a couple people on the Mavs Finney Smith being one of them um, Bullock being another and then obviously Luca but Jalen Brunson was the guy that was going in there and moving the ball so well so you have a reserve going in and not really, I wouldn't say torching, but really did damage. Like he was probably their second best player tonight behind Luca. Like you look at the, you look at the box score, Porzingis obviously had a night, played really well, 21 points, seven rebounds, got to the free throw line, seven of shot, seven of eight from the free throw line. So it was a good performance by these guys, but Jalen Brunson really just ran that offense when Luka wasn't there. Even when Luka was there, I guess I, I can say that he was moving the ball really well. Uh, but Luka Doncic just torched us, as he always seems to do. 
And this is tough because this is a game where, you know, Jalen Brown typically gets this challenge. He's the guy that is typically defending Luka. But he ended 33 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, including the game winner against us, which we talked about. Josh Richardson was right there. Luka is just that good. He is an MVP caliber player. So you'll look at tonight overall. It's a tough game to lose. It's a tough game to lose, but I think the Celtics played well. You know, if the Celtics record wasn't four and six after this loss, the Celtics fans, at least, would be looking at this last three game stretch against two quality teams in the Miami Heat and the Dallas Mavericks. You throw in the magic there, but like going two and one on that three game stretch is good. It's something you would be happy about if the record wasn't already terrible. But two and one against two really good teams on a three-game road stretch, that's solid. We saw two of the best defensive performances of the year. Tonight was also a solid defensive performance. Luka is just a very high-caliber offensive player. Like, this is a this is a road trip that you can come home to feeling pretty good about. Mind you, like, the Celtics still have a lot of ground to make up, uh, but this is these are the building blocks. We've talked about the Celtics needing to figure out their identity and how in the preseason, like we thought that the Celtics team could be top five in defensive efficiency. And, you know, we saw at the, the first seven games or so, or the first six games, that really wasn't the case. You know, this road trip, after our two excellent defensive games against the Magic and the Heat, the Celtics jumped to 10th. We jumped from like 26th to 10th in a two-game span because of how well our defense played. This is another good performance. It's not quite in the 80s. It's not 86 points. You know, 107 to the Mavs is not bad. It's really not. So there are a lot of things to build off of, you know, coming off of this game. We saw Tatum really just put together a solid performance, which we haven't seen a ton of so far. Uh, But this is, you know, a point in the season where the Celtics defense looks like it's finally adapting that new defensive scheme put together by Ime Udoka. So if that's the case and we get Jalen Brown back, you know, this is a team that is going to win some games. I'm still a little confused as to where they fall in the Eastern Conference because this season's just been so inconsistent. The last three games have been pretty consistent, minus the first quarter today. Like, we've played well. It wasn't enough tonight. It wasn't enough. You're missing one of your best guys, if not the best this season, in Jalen Brown. But you got to find a way to win. The Celtics still have still have the firepower outside of that. I think, you know, Brad's not getting enough credit for building this team. And that's fine. The record clearly doesn't prove that he should be. 
but I do think this team's better. The record does not does not back that up whatsoever. But at this point in the season, four and six, ten games in, there are still 72 games left in this season. There's a long ways to go. There's a long ways to go. But that's where we're going to wrap things up today. Uh, gonna we have some we have some days off. <laughs> the Celtics team doesn't play until Wednesday against the Raptors, which I will be in TD Garden for. So very excited for that. Second game of the season. Second game against the Raptors. Hopefully, this performance is very different than the last time I went to see them play the Raptors because it was an absolute smoke show. Wasn't even close. Raptors killed us. So hopefully that's not the case this time around. The Celtics got a couple days off to rest, recover, hopefully... Jalen Brown, after sitting tonight's game and then having a couple days off, gets to come in and play. You know, I don't think he'll be on a... He'll probably be on a minutes restriction if he does play. Uh, But just to get some continuity, like, this is all good. You don't want another hospital Celtics season like we've had in the past. So that's where we're going to wrap things up, guys. Uh, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to join the Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. And make sure to tune in on Wednesday, Celtics Raptors, new podcast coming out. Have a great night, Celtics fans. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah. I can't help it. Nah. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic.